All right, Wimty, we're back at you. Episode number 36. Real quick, I will be doing a speaking engagement July 31st at Enlightened Studios for the Songwriter Support Group. Basically going over the ins and outs of working with a booking agency. Uh, so anyone in the music business want to come out, hang out, you should go to Enlightened. You should go to Enlightened anyway. It's a cool place. Uh, my guest today is Blake Brock. Speaking of musicians, uh, Blake is, uh, he hung out in Dustin for a few years. Now he's based out of Birmingham. Just recently released his debut EP. It's called 2012 and it's outstanding. I'd recommend everyone listen to it. And uh, you guys will learn plenty about it in the, in tonight's episode. So uh, please help me and welcome Blake Brock. Right on. We're uh, we're live on the WMT podcast. I had to burp as soon as we were live. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. But though, I mean, that, you signed the waiver already, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, the burp. That's, that's, burp. that's my soundbite, baby. The burp's going on. Yeah, man. So we're doing this one a little differently. Just just to let you all know. Uh, normally we record a little bit earlier in the day. It's uh, eleven o'clock at night. We've both put in full days of work. Shane, actually. Uh, has a battle scar from his work tonight. Oh, it's been a rough night, dude. <laughs> just, just, just a normal, uh, you know, Thursday night in yeah. Destin, Florida. So. I know, I know nothing about Shane, but what I do know about Shane is the episodes that I've listened to. He scared the shit out of me because, like, <laughs> because I no, because I didn't know he was there. So, like, I hear you and somebody else talking for forty-five minutes, and then some other guys like. And what I think? It's <laughs> like, who is this? It always starts out, well, fucking. <laughs> so, so yeah, Shane is uh, Shane is the color commentator, if you will. God, just yeah. kind of sprinkles color in and out, uh, keeps us on track. If they, if there's something I'm not hitting on, he'll take little notes and pass them on it's, to me. And, it's kind of like SNL whenever Obama had the the angry an actor or whatever. Uh, yeah, his, you know what I'm uh, talking his about anger, his anger guy. <laughs> That was a uh, peel, peel, yeah, right? peel, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The the interpreter, yeah, he was Obama's interpreter. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. but uh, so anyway, Shane Shane put in a full night of work. Uh, I put in a full day and night of work. Just got done with the Imogene all acoustic performance at Enlightened Studios. Went off really well. Uh, it's really cool to see a full day of work come to fruition and all that. And then Blake, you drove down from home from, base from the Beeham. Yeah, That's right. I came from Birmingham. I got two shows this week, so, yeah. So, tonight was... Tonight was at Al's Beach. They had their luau thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... Al's is weird. I don't know. No, not not bad. Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with Al's. It's just... It's big and... It's huge. Well, it's like... So, Adrian came up to me. <laughs> look, look, look. I already signed the waiver, but no. <laughs> no, he came up to me. It was, it, like, first of all, like it, like I said, it's just weird. Like, he came up to me, and I just got done playing a song. And he And he goes, he goes, hey, man, can you liven it up a little bit? And I just got done playing September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And people were digging it and, like, bobbing their heads and dancing and liking it. And I'm yeah, just and like... it's just you and a guitar. Yeah, and I'm like... I, I was like, sure. I just said yes. But in my head, I was like, I just played an extremely lively song and everybody liked it. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. But that's... I mean, like, what... Okay, I'll ask you that then. What are some weird complaints that you've gotten? 
Because I know that you, as a booking guy, you're oh, man, you're the fallback I, guy. That's really hard for me to discuss on this. <laughs> you can keep it anonymous, right? Um. Wow. Okay, how honest do I want to be right now? Because this is a this is a business interest. <laughs> However, there is a gentleman there that I get several complaints on from artists that he talks about himself all the time. Uh, discusses how he has like three different master's degrees and uh, tells you how hot his girlfriend is and goes by a specific DJ name. And it's just, it gets kind of ridiculous. Like there's been, there's been times when I've been in meetings with the staff over there and I've just flat out said like, Hey, why is he here? Like, can, can he just shut the fuck up and can we get on to business? Because he's really offering nothing to this conversation. So are you saying that that's the most ridiculousness that you've dealt with? It's just, that oh. part of it or like 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 no well, well like out of what are you trying to get out of everywhere lose money bro. no 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 we could talk because i want to also tell uh, i want to tell our stories too yeah you remember that stuff though, right uh, dude, i don't know I if you heard about several it. stories dude <laughs> so like jared had just started working with me we don't have to tell that story yet but like i just yes, you do well not at this very second because i think jared was in the middle of trying to answer a well, hard question yeah, okay me, well let me finish this up real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the most bizarre time i had was I, I just brought on a new employee to namesake, my brother, Matt. He's been killing it. He's been doing a great job. And I explained to him a particular venue that I was having issues with. And we went to that venue because there was a new artist that, that we really dig. And we went there. And I got immediately, I started getting attacked like, hey, man, I know you don't like me, but this and that and whatever. And I, I was like, yo, dude, I'm... Like, I'm here to hang out, man. Like, we're good. <laughs> we're good. He's like, this guy's really great, though. I was like, good. I'm glad you like him. That means I did, but I, I did my job well. You know, and then he's like, but man, this, that, and this. And I'm like, yo, did you not understand? Like, I just said, I'm not here to, I'm not here to talk. Like, number one, if I'm going to talk real straight business right now, it's not, you're not the guy at this venue that I talk to. Yeah. It's someone else. So I just rather not do that. But then he kept going. So I just turned around and walked away. Well, my brother is still new to the business. So he sat there and entertained the conversation for a while. That happened three times that evening to where finally I was just like, yo, I'm catching an Uber and I'm getting out of here. Like immediately. (laughs) But anyway, not that great of a story. It's just, no, yeah, yeah. you know, you have to, you really have to walk a line when you're dealing with these places, cause you want to make sure you're providing them with the best service possible. You want to make sure your artists are happy, but you also want to make sure your venue's happy. It's a win, win, win. And when you can't make that happen or specific people at that venue, it's just, it's time to just say, okay, well, are the important people at this venue happy? Yes. And you're doing your job well. Right. Well, you're really like, you're really sticking yourself out. Like you're, you're sticking your neck on the line for the venues that you're providing your artists. Like I remember you and then also, I don't know if we don't mention names on here, but your buddy that used to work with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, you have both told me before, like, yeah, man, I work for you. You've told me that before. And I think like, no, I, I think you work for, you work for all these venues that you provide services to. I'm, I'm, I work for you. Like I'm your employee because when it comes down to it, like, like if I complain about a venue, you might still work with the venue. I mean, you might like, you know, say something about it. But if a venue complains about me or an artist, that's way worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, 
and like well, so it, well it's both it's both ways too because you say yeah you kind of work for the venue more than you work for me but that, that's not necessarily the case because I've put you in several other places to where I only do three or four things with them a year and they ask me for who I think is best for this situation yeah, and I'll put yeah. you in it so it's it's every relationship with every venue is different just like every relationship with every artist that I have is different that's yeah. just got to be stressful. So. It's got to be totally like you got to be everything to everybody and everywhere to everything. <laughs> yeah. and- a lot of times, but that honestly, to to be one hundred percent honest, that is the most exhausting part of my job because you want to create. That, that's what I do. I, I'm I'm a booking agent, so I need the venue to be happy. I need the venue to feel like they got value out of the performer. I need the, the the performer to feel like that was a great place to play, that the money was worth it for them coming out there and that they got taken care of. And then I also need to feel good about the whole situation. If one of those three things falls through, it's just, it's, it's not good for anybody, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if it's kind of like, so like my wife is a teacher and she, you know, she has a class, she has way too many kids in one class and she should have. So she like, I mean, she had almost forty kids in the class, at, like Ooh. a certain class. Yeah, and that's she's like, a, that's like nineteen seventy-two. And she's a seventh grade teacher, so f- like forty seventh graders. She has forty seventh graders at one time by herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but like you know, holy shit, and she's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, so you got like these these like seventh grade. No like one kid was like written what? kids with a the, the decent looking younger teacher. Trying to learn fucking math or social studies. One or kid was like, Miss Brock. Not 40 Cramblets. <laughs> There's a sure is diverse. She's trying to say. One kid was like, Miss Brock, you getting thick. And he said that to her. He Ooh, said, Miss Brock, you getting thick. And she was like, What? I was like, Oh, God. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> but what I was saying about that is like, I'm sure you have to deal with the same thing she does, where she has to learn how each kid individually needs to learn best one kid needs her to spend time with them and teach her and walk them or teach them and walk them through it another kid needs to read it another kid needs to hear it another kid needs to see a visualization you know what i mean Mm. and like i I would imagine that's what goes on with you with each with each venue and with each artist like what artist would do well where with the type of music they play what venues would like which artist like what artist might be okay with not getting paid a huge amount so they would play at this venue Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm Mm -hmm. sure it's just complicated and it's like a spider web of millions of things it is you just want everyone to be happy but that that's unrealistic yeah you just try your best and at the end of the day it's music is art and art is emotion so that's what makes it really difficult. Like if I went back, I, I would still, I love doing music. I love being in the music business. But if I started another business, I would start like a rubber hose company. Cause there's no emotional attachment to it. I don't give a shit about that rubber hose. Like if you need a 20 foot hose. This is the price. Boom. Or like yoga mats or something, something yeah. that you really don't give a shit about. It's just all about numbers and facts and moving and the marketing where when <clears throat> in the music business, I am working on your behalf to present your art things that you create to these people so there's a huge emotional connection to it on on all ends yeah if i really dig what you're doing you obviously dig what you're doing because you're the one creating it Mm -hmm. we hope that at the end product the people in the venue dig what you're doing as well Mm -hmm. sometimes it works 
Most of the time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's kind of like you're yeah. our dad and you're like taking us to audition to be an actor like on Disney Channel or something. No, that you're makes like, me sound creepy. And you're, shit. Just like, you're just like, you're like, my kid is the best actor. He's the next star. Like, don't tell me my kid sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, getting into that, I think what you were getting at as well, because you alluded to the fact of, of the gentleman that I used to work with. Um, you and I, as soon as we started, we didn't have the best start. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, Shane. Actually, I, a I think that's ago. what. I think. Yeah, that's what I was gonna get go to. Yeah, you, you, you know what? I want you to tell the story because I've never heard you tell the story. I tell the story, but like, it would be so enlightening for me. Well, to hear you're you. my you're my guest and on then this hear podcast, the... so I think people might enjoy <laughs> hearing the story come from you because they have to hear me talk shit all the time. Okay, okay. So, all right. So we're not gonna name venues here. So, um, well, okay. So first of all, Jared started. Jared stuck his neck out for me like he did. Jared started booking me before he'd ever even came and really heard me live. So I thought that was cool. And actually, like, I, you know, touching on that, like the whole time I was like, when is this guy going to come and hear me? He keeps giving me shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope he knows that I'm all right. You know what I mean? And then to, well, to interject really quickly uh P- posy let uh-huh. me know that you were in town and that you were that you were a good musician and then i had a friend of mine who i trust their judgment in music they said they went out and they're like do you know this guy this is what he looked like all, all this kind of stuff and i said i don't know and it was, it was an island wing gig and i'm that was you what yeah. Oh, so you were you were there or they, no? I wasn't there, but my friend told me they were like, "There's this new guy in town that played at Island Wings. It was it was really great. You should check it out." So then I I called Posey. I said, "Yo, did did Blake play IWC the other night?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." So this other person told me, who told me you were great, mm. and between Posey, I was like, "Okay, I'll do what I can for this guy." You know, I'm so curious to figure out who that is after the show when we're not recording. Yeah. Maybe it's all good, man. I don't even know. I don't even. I might not even know who it is um, actually. But but so yeah. So you know. We didn't know each other very well, and he's giving me work. And I'm just looking at you because you don't you don't know this. Story, so I'm telling it to you. <laughs> Look at me. But, uh, <laughs> Look at me. Just how, turn, how, let's how, just how, turn toward. How long ago was this? Oh man, uh, this is uh, summer of uh, fifteen, I think, two thousand fifteen. So fourteen, I, so late fourteen, that long ago. late fourteen. Was it, was it four you, years did ago? Did you book him with me at Funkies? No. Did you play Funkies? I, well, I, depends. Like I think I played. So it wasn't. We're getting so far away right now. Wasn't Funkies <laughs> over there? Like, didn't it close yeah, down and the then reopen? Didn't didn't it close down and then reopen? Mm-hmm. Like before few, it came over here? Uh, yeah, a few times. I I played there like two times, but when I played there, there was okay. that that was that guy that was from Hawaii that was behind the bar that kept on talking about how he wanted to go back to Hawaii. Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom. dude, yeah. dude was so cool. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was a good dude. I don't know if you were there. Or not. So that was probably when I was there. Yeah. Nobody was there. Like literally, not an entire person was it there. Been, it might have been right before I took over because Tom was the only dude there. I don't mean to get off on him, but I, just, yeah, I yeah. was wondering because at that that's when you were starting to do more booking, and I was going through you mainly. Yeah, when I was for a lot of the funky stuff. Yeah, funky stuff. yeah. So I moved. I moved. And in. you were fucking me on prices too, dude. <laughs> I was like, you're lucky. I like funkies. Don't make my money, bro. <laughs> I was like, because if I, I gotta if keep I, my cost if down. I, if I didn't like funkies, I'd tell you. I'd say, fuck no. <laughs> that's when we were getting fifty dollars a man, right, for a four hour gig. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, <laughs> no. When, when, when I took over, a lot of those musicians, it was bad. I gave a bunch of those guys a huge, huge raise. Um, like Mike Ingram and stuff. 
Ingram and Metz, they were doing that uh, like open mic gig. Yeah. They were getting like something stupid, like thirty bucks uh, each. Why? Yeah, it was something outrageous. Good lord. I mean, I, I think I ended up getting them like one seventy five to split. I mean, it wasn't yeah. that much. Yeah, we always have to have leverage on that. Like, if you bring yeah. in a certain amount of alcohol sales, you get a bonus e- kind e- of thing. Exactly. For Anyways, both, um, sorry. Fuck. No, you're good. You're good. Whirlwind. So, right. yeah. So when I when I moved here, um, it was like late summer, like late July, mid to late July of 2014. And I I did my first couple of shows at Posey, and then about October, I think, is when you started to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. You gave me a little bit of like kind of late fall winter gigs, but um, so when this actually happened, yes, yeah, so you're right. It was like early 15, like summer of 15. Yeah. It was my first summer like booking with you. Mm. And we still didn't really know each other too well. So, um, two things happened in like a week's time, right? Wasn't it like, re- like literally back to back? It wasn't good. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I actually, I, we never actually talked about it. So I actually do like, when we get done with this, I want to know if you were like, dude, I got to drop this guy or what? Well, no, we talked about it. Well, well we I don't remember. I don't remember. It. Like, I don't remember going in depth. Yeah, we talked about it. Well, let me tell Shane it. the story. Talked about yeah. what? Shane, yeah. We'll get there. We'll so, get there. so the first one. So I have a, I have a show. At a particular location, dude, just say the names. It's yeah, cool. You can say it's the cool, name. man. Just let's let's at be, a particular let's be location. <laughs> no, no, so I'm playing at Vinnie McGuire's, and um, so I'm I'm my my guitar like my input basically goes out in a show. It's giving me an issue. It goes out. Like I don't know many solo guitarists that have a second acoustic guitar in their car just ready to throw up. You know what I mean? So like Vinny, you guys know Vinnie McGuire's too. So it's just like crazy. It's the middle of summer. People are like, there's no way I can like play acoustically. There's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? So um, I go up to the manager. I played like probably like it was a, it was like a two hour gig. So I already played one of my first sets and I was like in the middle of my second one. And I was like, hey, I said, my guitar went out. I said, there, like, I can't do anything like it won't play. Like I have to get it fixed. Like there's an issue with it. I said, um, I said, I'll be back next week. You know, um, like, like, or, you know, I, I said, can I go? Like, I, there's nothing, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, I was extremely apologetic. Like I tried, you know, I understood that like, it sucks, but what can I do? My guitar just went out. My pickup screwed on me. And, um, so she was like, yeah, that's fine. And like the manager lady. And like, I, I what I said to her was, I said, I said, and you guys can figure out whatever it is that you guys want to give me or pay me just that whatever with you guys because if i mean even if you go to work for half of a day you worked half a day so even if they give you half like so i just told her i said whatever you want to give me like you know that's up to you guys i understand i'm sorry you know what i mean i apologize and i left and i had gigs booked throughout the entire summer this is the beginning of the summer and jared had booked me out with this place so i went home i was like oh man that sucked and i got over it and i was doing stuff and all of a sudden like i look at my phone i've got like two missed calls and a voicemail from jared and jared I, I get on the voicemail and Jared is like, Jared's like, dude, give me a call back. What did you do? He said, I just got a call from the manager up at Vinnie McGuire's and she called me and canceled every single show that you had there for the rest of the summer. And I was like, oh my God. So like the next day I called him, I was like, what's going on? And he sent me a screenshot of the text message and she was like, she was like, Blake Brock needs to go. She said, he came up to me saying something about he couldn't finish his show because his guitar doesn't work, wasn't working right or wasn't sounding right or something. And he always takes too long of breaks and he started late today and blah, blah, blah. And like, none of which, like, 
I mean, I guess like I'm, I was supposed to go back on at six o'clock. I, I got like I started playing at six o one or six o two. You know what I mean? Like so. And and when it comes to too long of breaks, I, I think I took like a fifteen minute break in between two sets. You know, um, so you know, so so first of all, so Jared's starting to get this idea of me, and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he's he's you know he's understanding, I guess, at this well, point. Of, so <laughs> well, where where it fell apart for me was because I I spoke to you on the phone several times, and just the vibe I got from you and the way you handle yourself, the way you speak to people versus the vibe that I got from Vinny's, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I was like, something doesn't quite make sense sense here. So quick interjection. You can continue. So, yeah. And like what I'm telling you, I, I mean, like I was like, look, I'm sorry. Like I felt bad that I had to leave because my guitar was, but they were, like I said, there's nothing I could do. So literally like not even a, a week or two later, I'm playing at this other new venue. And this new venue was like the sun opened up and just like showered Jared's business with everything. They wanted they wanted musicians every single night and multiple musicians a night. And Jared had brought another guy on and he called me and gave me one or two nights a week or something like that. And it was just like like it was the holy grail of venues. And like it just it added on so much business for everybody and for Jared. It was like amazing. So I go there. It's really nice. I play my first show. And I when I say that, I swear to God, this is how it went down. I promise you. Okay? Because this one is weirder than the first. The first one's like, ah, oh, misunderstanding. Is this, is this Tailfins? Yeah. 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 Okay. We so, can say fuck Tailfins on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's, he's yeah. already said it multiple okay, times. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard this story, though. Okay. So, so I go there. I play my gig. Everybody loves it. Like, staff loves it. The people love it. I make a good bit of tips. It's cool. Jared told me beforehand that I get like a $30 meal allowance or something like that, or I get a free meal. Or, I don't know. This what was he said. all contracted, by the way. To, 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 let's preface this story a little bit because I met with these guys four different times. I met with the fucking owner, Johnny O. Quigley. I met with his buddy, Ross, yep. uh, his other manager, all three managers. And they all loved it. They they loved everything I sent them. They were like, cool, book us solo shit oh, yeah. for the next six months. So I had people who didn't even live here in the Panhandle who came down, found places to live to play there the rest of the oh season. Oh, my God. This is stuff I didn't know. Like, it was a big deal. This is, oh, yeah, this is literally <laughs> this is thousands and thousands of dollars that we're talking like. And I still work with Jared, like to this like, day. Like probably, so. probably, honestly, <laughs> probably like seventy k worth of work. Like this is a lot of fucking money, yeah. you know. Now so. that we've built up this story. <laughs> so, anyways, so I go there, I play the gig. I have some friends come out, so I wait until I finish my show, and then I go and I eat. You know, like literally immediately. It's not like I, I came in the next day or something. You know, as so I got done and I went and I didn't even break my stuff down. I just sat down. And ordered some food and had some a meal with some of my friends that were out. Well, food was good. Um, everybody's coming, like the the service coming back, giving everybody their checks, and she handed me mine. And I said, "Oh, um, I said I was uh, supposed to get a. I, I thought I said I thought I was supposed to get comped or whatever. And I said it just like that. I wasn't like entitled or anything. Like I wasn't like, excuse me. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, I, I figured. Do you know she, who I am? I, yeah, I figured she probably didn't know that I was a musician or something. So I was like, oh, I think that mine was supposed to be um, free or whatever. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was a musician. She was like, oh, I don't know anything about that. And I was like, yeah, that was what my my booking guy told me. You know that we you know get our meals for free. So she was like, oh, let me go check on my manager. And I said, okay. 
And like, I thought that was that. I just thought, I mean, it's like the place had been open for like two days. So I thought that she didn't know. And then she was going to come back and be like, oh, okay, everything's taken care of. So she came back and she was like, yeah, I talked to my manager and he said that he doesn't know who you talk to, um, but that they don't do that. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, I literally said, whatever. I said, I'll just, I'll, I'll talk to him about it. And I paid her. And then I like literally went up to the counter to the manager to get paid. I didn't even say anything. I'm I, like, now that I remember it, I didn't even say anything to him. I wasn't like, Hey, something weird happened back there. Blah, blah, blah. I wasn't going to say anything else. It was just like, she asked her manager, her manager said no. So I was like, whatever, I'll just pay and I'll talk to Jared about it. You know? And I think I actually texted you that night and <clears> you were like, what? That's weird. Um, but so here's the weird part. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I was, uh, when I was leaving, he gave me my money and I said, all right, man, I'll see you guys next week, Tuesday. Right. And because uh, because you booked me weekly there. Yeah. And he acted really weird right there. Did I ever tell you that? He was like, uh, yeah. Uh, he was like, maybe. He was like, call. He said, call, call back before next week and make sure. But maybe, probably, yeah. And I was like, okay. And like when I left, like like then I had a weird feeling in my stomach because like I didn't get a meal. That guy's like, maybe you're coming back next week when Jared just booked me like every monday and tuesday or something for like, like that for months. the for the rest of the yeah. summer and i was like oh what's going on um and contracts that's, signed so okay so that's right. where i left that story so then you can take it from here where you get your call because then you can tell what well, happened the, the, well the story goes two ways from here because within a week <laughs> you actually, weren't allowed you, to go back to Vinny's. actually do you want me to <laughs> and then Oh my tail fins gigs got canceled. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. So, What'd so the next, do? no, no. So the next day, so look, so the next day, Jared calls me and like he he just calls me up and I'm like, what's up, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, J man, what's up? Things are good. <laughs> like it was like the music bubble my popped. Man. It was like the musicians bubble in 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 the in the coast. Um. But yeah, I was like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Dude, what did you do last night?" And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "Tailfins just called and canceled every single gig that I have for every single musician there." And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "They said that last night you got into a fight with management about some free meal thing, and they said that they told you that like that you didn't get a free meal." And he said, even though that like they were wrong about that, he said they said that you got into a fight with management and you were rude and you were yelling, you made a big scene about it and blah blah blah. And I was like, no, <laughs> like what? And like so at this point, meanwhile, I'm on tour right now. Like I'm in fucking New Smyrna Beach. Also, <laughs> you know? keep in mind, like Jared does not really know me very well <laughs> at all. Like this guy's maybe seen me play live. I think at this point you've seen me once. Like you came in for fifteen minutes just, just actually because you probably needed to just to see me yourself in person. Mm. Be like, let me make sure that this guy is you know all right. And then you're like, all right, cool, check. And like, so we don't really even know each other. And like, I don't like this is the only job that I have right now. Because when Jared called me about Tailfins, he was like. You're a full-time musician. Quit your job. <laughs> quit your job. I mean, you did it. <laughs> I don't think it was quite like you that. You didn't say quit your job. But, you didn't say. You didn't say. I think I said. I think I said. How many days a week are you playing right now? And he was like two or three. I said, well, let's make it five, because I had you booked. I think Mondays and Tuesdays there. I think is what it was. Yeah. Every Monday and Tuesday at this place, I had contracts signed. Uh, to, to this day, I will not 
we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Let's let's finish this. Up. Well, yeah. So so like at the beginning of Telfins when he gave me those gigs though, he really was just like he was like, man, call the wife. Like you tell her you got you know you're a full time musician. Congratulations. That was how we ended that phone call. Well, dude, when I have contract signed, like that's big news. No, no, right? no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It was like, good. I was happy. About I, it. Love, oh, I, for, I love having that news for people. Like for, I have contract signed. Here you go, man. Like we're like. That's that's the way I the the best way I can function as an agent is say here you go dude here's several thousand dollars for the summer contracted signed done right so what's up what's no up? he he I remember that that build up he's like man I got something that works I got something that works I think it's gonna happen and then uh, it was that it was you got the that fucking that account with tailfins yeah. tailfins yeah. Oh, Quigs, they're not, they're moving, or they sold it off the franchise, the name out, or whatever. They're opening this like three story, huge fucking thing in the harbor. And you got that. You were stoked on that shit. I remember that. Yeah, I was stoked on it because it was several it thousand was, dollars know, for all of us. I know. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I was I remember, stoked too. <laughs> I, I remember the couple of days after that shit got uh, yanked. So, okay. Those couple of days, <laughs> Jared just didn't talk to me for like a week. I was like, I was literally like, do I still have gigs? Does Jared still work? Is this guy ever going to talk to me again? And like, but I was in a position, I was like, like, I was like, two things have happened that have shown me in a, like an incorrect light. And like, this guy doesn't know me and it's too close together. And it's too, it's so just like weird. And I was like, what, like, what can I do? I said, if he, if he doesn't like, cause I, I texted him and I called him. I was like, dude, I was like, you have no reason to believe that. Like, I'm not lying right now, but I'm not like, I don't know what is going on and I'm so sorry. And I think this, so this is where I want you to take it over. But I think that like, I think you had to like, just think about me for like a couple of days Oh well, absolutely. and be like, absolutely. okay. And, and also like, to be fair, you were doing great at the other end. So, um, uh, Dallin Height, uh, what was his name? Dude, uh, he works at McGuire's, uh, who? His last name is Dallin Height. He worked down here for a while, uh, playing music. No, he, no, he no had the idea. beard. Fuck, Clay. 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 Oh, Clay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I told Clay that story. <laughs> yeah. So, so you were doing a great job here. I think you and you and I. I I, I got home from tour. I I tried to hit the tail fins, Fuck guys. Blake, uh, bro. We'll get, no, no, no. It, no, it was never that. It was never that. But it was just like, maybe we should just. Can whatever I have booked for him, we'll just set. We'll run this season out and and whatever. <laughs> and and Clay came up to me and and he was like, he knocked on my door. I was like, what's up, dude? He's like, hey man, I just want to let you know that like, Blake's doing a really great job for us. And I was like, cool man, like I I appreciate what you say, Clay. Uh, he's like, yeah, just just to let you know. I was like, did Blake tell you about what happened at the other couple of venues? He was like. Maybe. <laughs> I remember I remember now that he said he was gonna mention it, dude. He yeah, was like, yeah, he came up and talked to me about it. So but but that wasn't the, so anyway, after all that happened, uh we still we worked together that summer. We had a decent summer after that. Well, not as decent as it could have been. We but we had a good summer. I still worked with you, I still booked you where I could. But with what happened with tail fins, not only did you lose Monday and Tuesday, but uh, proof, Mr. Proof is in the pudding. Chad Hall lost every Thursday and Friday. Uh, Rob Romans lost every Sunday. Uh, basically, I had that whole every day booked for six months that they had signed. So, in my head, 
you just you just can't cancel those things and then not talk to me afterwards. Like we have to have a meeting about it. Like yeah. there has to be some sort of resolve. Yeah, that's a so, bullshit. Yeah, so talk, yeah, so still I, happen, right? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> this is where it gets really good. So I called Russ, who was like Johnny's right hand man. I said, Hey Russ, man, what's the deal with, with, with cutting all this music out? And he said, I don't know, man, I gotta talk to Johnny. I said, Well, can I just talk to Johnny? He's like, yeah, this is his number. So I called Johnny. John, hello. I was like, Johnny, what's the deal with cutting all these musicians? He was like, oh, that was totally Mike. And I said, oh, okay. So I need to talk to Mike. Mike, I call Mike. Mike, what's the deal with cutting all this music, man? I, I don't understand the problem. You guys signed these contracts. Like, I thought I was providing you a great service. These are the best solo guys in town. What's the deal? And he's like, well, man, you got to talk to Johnny. And so I fucking called Johnny back. And I was like, oh, quick. <laughs> you know? I said, I've talked to you, Russell. And Mike, and you all have told me that it was each of your decision to do all of this. I said, if you want to cancel these contracts, that's okay. But we, we need to we need to figure this out in a proper way. You just can't. I have guys down from, you know, northern Alabama down here to play the whole summer long for you guys. You have contracts signed, whatever. Please meet with me. They would never meet with me. So finally, I was like, fuck Tailfins. I'm never working with them again, which is great because another big booking agent in this town won't touch Tailfins either. Actually, if a band plays Tailfins, he doesn't book them in any of his places either. I want to know, though, because <laughs> like, we, t- like, we never touched on when they told you what I did. How did that go? I they never heard talk that. talk to me. They but, wouldn't fucking talk. So to where me. did you? Who told you? Who told you that I got belligerent with? Uh, it blah, blah, I, it blah, was or, one of them. It was one of the managers there. And but they, even they were like, even they were really wishy washy about it. We're like so and so said this, blah blah blah, and that. Honestly, what I think it might have been was the harbor saying maybe that area wasn't for performance, so they maybe needed to cut it, and were just too big of pussies to talk to me about it. So, but it's really funny how it comes around because a year and a half later, maybe two years after that, that Russ guy calls me and I'm, you know, I don't have his number in my phone. I'm like, yo, this is Jared. And he said, Jared, what's up, man? It's Russ. I was like, Russ, where do I know you from Russ? He's like, oh, we used to do business together at Tailfins. <laughs> and I said, uh, man, man, okay. I know what Russ I'm talking to, to now. So uh, what can I do for you, Russ? He's like, man, I'm opening up this new venue out in 30A. He said, I know you got the best artists in town. I'd, I'd really love to do business with you. And I said, uh, Russ, I promised you, Mike, and Johnny that if you ever called me to do business again, I'd tell you to eat a dick. I said, so essentially <laughs> what I'm telling you right now is to eat a dick and absolutely don't call me again. Get your entertainment from elsewhere. I'd rather not do business with you. Uh, and he was like, oh, it's like that. And I said, oh, it absolutely is, man. How many times did I, and I asked him, I said, how many times did I reach out to you and ask you to have a meeting with me about, you messed over a lot of people, man. And I said, all I want to do is sit down and talk to you about it. And you weren't mad at you, like you weren't mad enough to do that. I said, so absolutely not. I will never work for you again. Actually, just delete my phone from you, from your phone. Don't call me. Yeah, don't call me. We're over, Russ. Yeah, and that was it, man. Like that, that was done. So, but then you know, uh, after after that hurricane came through and wiped out, 
you proved to be a, a giant in this area. You know, uh, 2016, you played six nights a week. Yeah. Right? That was, yeah. Well, wherever you wanted to. 2017 was even crazier. Yeah. Seven, yeah, last summer was insane. No, I I was just extremely grateful that you, uh, like, because the only thing I could ever do was put myself in your position. And you'd be like, I don't know this guy, but like, well, man, after- different. Like, it's not like it's not like Vinny McGuire's and Tailfin's got together and thought like, let's make sure Blake well, Brock doesn't work. Well, here's what I will tell you: after the way Tailfin's conducted themselves, I decided I would never work with them ever again. Um, and also, to be fair, I I love going to Vinny's. McGuire's is my favorite place to go in the world. However, um, you know, the the manager over at Vinny's, she can be a little abrasive and that's just I, she's always nice to me always great to me she can yeah. be a little abrasive so uh i didn't you know i didn't take it too too seriously yeah i'm i'm just so i'm glad that you just did. give it to clay it was all clay bro <laughs> dude clay is a dude you got a you got a bottle opener in this mug yeah yeah shane that we have a bartender in here bro what and a retired one no, but I actually, so yeah, so I remember I was just, I was playing at the, thank you, I was playing at the other end, and I was just bummed about that and stressed, because like, okay, first of all, well, actually I'll go on after that, um, but um, no, I was, I was bummed and stressed, because my wife couldn't even work, like, she was in school so much, that like, I, like, I was, I was working at Moe's and Destin, and um, I ended up getting enough gigs so whereas I could quit and I could just do that and I was like sweet because the manager is an a-hole over there so I left I'm, I'm just gonna play music is what I said and then like all my gigs got taken from me and then I don't know if you're gonna work with me anymore and I was like I was just stressed and I was just you know bummed and what am I gonna do and I was just I was just sitting at the bar on a break talking to Clay and like I told him about it and he was just like are you serious like about everything that happened I was like yeah man he's like dude he's like I'll talk to Jared. He's like, he's like, I know you. He said, you come here and play. He's like, you're not that guy. I know you're not that guy. And I was like, I, I but like, I didn't hold him to that. Like, I wasn't gonna be like, you're going to go talk to him. Right. I just thought that was something he was saying, you know? So I was so like, dude, it's like in fifth grade when you want to ask out the girl who's like three desks down from you. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, She's pretty cool, right? you're like, yo, yo, Jenny, figure out if Ashley likes me. Right? <laughs> or like, or like, like getting, getting your friend to ask your mom if they can stay the night. Cause <laughs> you know what I mean so, but um, yeah so I mean I remember he said that and I, I, I actually didn't know until right now that he, he uh, talked to you I appreciate that I always well, love Clay to be fair that that wasn't the deciding factor like when Clay came up here like I was like yeah I got you Clay like I'm sure it helped good man and honestly man you were always very cool with me so it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't anything like that I, like well I think I actually remember telling you like, yo, dude, we have runs of bad luck sometimes. <laughs> I was like, I, just, I think you just hit your run. And I think I didn't <laughs> right? say anything. I was like, yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> like, there was nothing else I wanted to say um, to that. Like, I mean, God God knows I have. Yeah. Well, that, okay. So that's what I want to talk about is how that summer just turned, like, went on to be like the worst summer of my entire life. Just like, it kept getting worse. <laughs> like, like, okay. So it was, you know, so like my wife doesn't work all my gigs were taken from me like literally a couple weeks later like my wife's having tooth problems so like we have to go to the dentist but like we can't even afford a real dentist so like Mm -hmm. we have to go to like 
one of those schools of dentistry where they have yeah. like, where it's yeah. cheaper because they're all like, You're like just pull it studying <laughs> yeah yeah so we uh this is my first jeep i ever had donna i don't know if you remember seeing her she i uh i rhino lined the outside and inside of her myself and it just looked awful um <laughs> but um so i'm driving that thing five speed rip donna we're going to this dentist that's out in like I think it's in Crestview. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going out there and we're on the interstate. All of a sudden, like there's just like a clicking, clicking, loud clicking noise, and like it, like almost like my Jeep just won't go. And I pull over and I turn it off and I start it back up and it won't go. And um, so we got to get towed, and we're like almost to Crestview. So like that's like a crazy expensive tow that we can't even afford. Come to find out, my transmission went out on my Jeep. So. At the transmission shop. So, okay, oh, yeah. So, we have my Jeep. We have my wife's, like, 2,000 Kia Optima with o- over, like, almost 200-something thousand miles on it. Way to go, Kia. That's impressive mileage. So, so yeah. the uh, the wheel's acting funny because the wheel bearing is getting bad. So, like, the tire can fall off any minute. That is now our only usable car. We can't afford to get my Jeep fixed like because the whole transmission would have to be rebuilt. So, the guy was like, you want to sell it? And I was like, what do you give me for it? And he was like... Honestly, I wouldn't give you more than like 500 bucks, which was kind of crap because that thing not like it like was worth like double that, you know, honestly, because it's a Jeep just because it's a Jeep anyways. Mm. So we made a deal where he fixed my wife's car and I just gave him the Jeep. Like he replaced the wheel bearing and I think replaced part of the axle and some stuff and well, not part of the axle. I don't know what he did. That's dumb. Part of the axle. He he changed the blinker he fluid in it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah. So he he fixed my wife's car, and I think the total would have been like not even four hundred dollars. And I gave him my Jeep for that, so we could have one running car because yeah. poor both of our like this car just went out. This car is on its last leg. So I was like, I will give you this if you will make this one run, right? Not even a month later, that car gets stolen and wrecked. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, like, was the worst time ever. Like, that, like, tail fins was the the downward spiral of my life for the next year <laughs> or something. I don't Fuck know. Fuck tail fins. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, well, did you guys ever hear about that? Did you guys ever hear about the, uh, the like, 16-year-old kids that got into a high-speed chase going I across the you, island? I remember you sent me the yeah. you sent 90, me the at 90, yeah. and then they were going that down. That was your car? That was my car <laughs> that they stole, and then they wrecked. No shit. Yeah. I rem- I I remember hitting you up the next day, being like, "Yo, you need to get out of Destin. <laughs> you can leave, dude. This is not your spot. They don't want you here, man." <laughs> Luckily, we had uh, some really good friends, man, and like, we uh, so oh yeah yeah, so that's what happened. So when my Jeep went out, and we just had her car. We had some friends that were like, hey, we have an extra car. Would you like to borrow it? Um, and like, <laughs> yeah, they're, please. <laughs> they're, they're super good people. Like, I love these guys. And I was like, yeah. Give them a shout out. Um, Don and Courtney Martin. You guys cool. are the dogs. He's a cop now. He's a sheriff out here running around. He's a good dude. It was funny. I actually saw him last summer when I was here. I was pulling out. I was at uh, Brochula's getting my check. And I was I was pulling out of the parking lot, and I didn't have a seat my my seatbelt on. I was like, oh god, there's a cop. Let me put my seatbelt on. And then when I was passing him, I saw it was him. And I was like, what's up, man? <laughs> like, like I was like, oh, it's just you. You you wouldn't pull me. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, so like they let us borrow the car when my Jeep went out, and we kept it for like a good month. 
And then we ended up buying Hannah another car. And then I took the Kia Optima. And then, like, we didn't even have the new car in the Kia. Like, so we gave him the car back. Hey, we have two cars now. Here's your car back. It was like two weeks. And our car got stolen and wrecked. And everybody heard about it. So, like, I didn't have to call him because I wasn't, I wasn't going to. I wasn't yeah. going to be like, He's like, yeah, you need the car. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, he was like, he was like, how long do you need it for? And I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, that was the worst summer and winter of my life. We were counting dollars and mm-hmm. and we yeah, and we just lost the car. We only had liability on it, so yeah. just, we actually had to. Oh, and that was the one time I never leave my music equipment, my gear in my car overnight. I'm always, I always take it out. That one night, I was like, oh, I'm tired. Nothing's gonna happen got stolen and like I had to actually pay for the tow from where they wrecked it in order for them to let me into the wrecking yard to get my gear out of there. What? And yeah, yeah. So and like there was a speaker in the back seat. What did you do before you came to Dustin? What like what do you Yeah, mean? did you fuck some shit up somewhere? <laughs> I don't else? know like, what really I did. Bad? I don't know. <laughs> there was a speaker in the back seat that I uh I had a set. I had, a, I had two sets of Mackies that I used, or, or one set of Mackies of two that mm-hmm. I used at my gigs. I left one because it was a small, I think it was at the other end actually. So I left that one that I was using that night in the back seat. When I got to the car, that wasn't there. They offloaded that somewhere. That got stolen from me. My bag that has like my little board and all my microphones and my cables and like my extension cord, like all that, like just my bag with everything was in the trunk. And I think they didn't know it was in there. And that's the only reason that was still in there when I got back to the car. Well, then, like, a couple of weeks later, I was at a gig, and my remaining Mackie that I still had went out. <laughs> Things got better, though. Things got better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, man. So, okay, so you, uh, after the the hell of 2014 and 2015, you go to Vegas for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And your wife finished the school out there. Does the whole Teach for America thing? She actually did Teach right. for America here. She actually went out there to, to be like able to apply to grad school, yeah. and then she just got rejected. So that's why we moved back here, because she got into Teach for America. Okay. So that's what happened with that. But yeah, so we moved out of Vegas for almost a year. Yeah. Um, I did. And with Charlie, like right? Charlie was out there Charlie, with yeah, you, right? We hung out with Charlie okay. and Diana for a couple times. Yeah. And I wasn't the biggest fan of Vegas. I mean, I, I did like it, but I didn't. It's so hard to get a show out there. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. I remember, like, so out here, I would show up in, like, a tank top and swimming trunks and play a show. And there, like, my the production company that I did get hooked on with, that gave me one show a month while I lived out there. That was all they gave me. Um, They, like, after I got done with my audition, they were like, and make sure you wear more showy clothes to go play in this casino or whatever. And I was like, what does that mean? And they were like, like you're at a wedding or something. And I was like, okay. But black slacks, but yeah, 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 yeah. It was just weird. I don't know. Vegas is a different animal. When's the last time you went out there? Um, probably about two years ago for my family bachelor party, which is me, my dad, and my brother. <laughs> so, but I don't need to go back. Yeah, no, nah. I'm, I'm good on Vegas. Vegas was weird. I I moved out there. I didn't play any gigs. I got a full time forty hour a week job and learned how to drive a forklift really well. Um, and then so I was doing that full time job, and then I also was setting up for concerts at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like 
I got on with a big scale production company. So we like, we set up for an Ariana Grande concert. I don't know if I told you about that. Mm-hmm. I we, think he did. She like Bruno Mars. Yeah, we broke down after Bruno Mars on New Year's Eve. So like we were backstage and we were sitting there. And as soon as he got done, we went out there and broke the back line and everything down. I put that dude's drum kit like in the case or whatever. We didn't even see him though because he was escorted onto the side where all the stagehands weren't. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, but you know, Vegas. I didn't like Vegas because I just got somewhere where I just felt really stagnant with my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, well, like, cause I, well, cause I was, I was working in this warehouse, which it was a water plant, so they did water bottling. You know what I mean? Like the big office, like the five gallon jugs or whatever. And, like, I was just amidst guys that have been there for the past 20 years that are making $15 an hour. And they've been working there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 65, and I'm going to retire in three years. And, like, I was just, like, that depressed me really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. But, like, I don't know. So I was super stoked because when we were, we were going to move back, I called Jared and I was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to move back, but I need money to move back. So can you just book me like crazy this summer? Like, and I call, I think I called you in like March or something and asked you to do that. And you were like, I'll see what I can do. And I literally moved here. Like, I came here and you only had a little bit of gigs set up for me. Like, you had something, you know what I mean? But I wasn't crazy busy. And then, like, like literally like the day that I got here and then everything just kind of fell into place. And mm-hmm. I think you said that behind Imogene, I was your, like, second busiest yeah. artist or you know or something like that i don't know but it worked yeah, out we had you busy for sure it worked out for sure it was the opposite of 2015 god yeah <laughs> i think i yeah i think you got a new jeep and then someone t-boned that shit <laughs> oh yeah 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 then that happened yeah, so I got, I've had, well, I'm on my third Jeep right now. I really am. Yeah, I'm on my third Jeep. You need to switch vehicles, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, this yeah. one, it's a four door, so it's just different enough. Um, really? Really? Is it a four door? No, that's not. I don't know. I'm hoping that's what it is. Okay. No, that, that one, um, it actually wasn't T Bone, it was head on. Yeah. But um, that one was fun. Yeah, we were. It was like the one time that my wife and I and all three of our dogs decide to go somewhere in my Jeep, a drunk driver just hits us right from the front Jesus. and doesn't have insurance. And once again, I only have liability. So, Dude, we got to get you out of this office real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. We have, we have terrible luck sometimes. No, no, but man. you also, you have good luck too, man. No, 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 you no. Have yeah. good things that no, happen. No, we have good you luck. Um, I'm still married. So, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's working out. Yeah. yeah, and she's teaching full time now. Yeah, it seems like everything's going good for you in Birmingham. Like you're, I still have access to your schedule, so it's you know there's dates on there for sure. Oh, yeah, I was I was just as busy as here, yeah, basically over there. Wonderful, man. So that's great. That that does that's not supposed to happen like that in a place that's not on the coast. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I was I was thankful for that, man. I've um. I'm getting tired of cover gigs, though, man. Dude, I well, well, I'll say this. I okay. I know. I like. Uh, I was in high school, and it used to be my dream to play music, like for a living. So, like, to go up to Joe's Wing Shack and play and make all my money doing that, and not have another job, like that was the dream. Well, now that I am doing that, and I put out my own music, the cover gigs have become the day job. 
and like my own music has become the, the dream, yeah, the dream yeah, and yeah, the passion. Sure. And it's just a weird sure. thing. You know? Well, let's talk about that, man, because you just recently came out with your debut EP what you called 2012. What you want to know? Man? Well, first off, I just want to let you know, I think it's really great. Appreciate that. Um, I, <clears throat> I, I, I get music passed on to me all the time mm-hmm. from, I mean, probably probably a few, more than a few times a day people will send me stuff and I, I try to listen to everything I get uh, especially if I knew you beforehand and I, I get some good I get some good stuff and I also get some not so good stuff and every now and then I get I get some stuff to where I'm like man I need to listen to that again for sure and when you sent me over your EP not that I wasn't I, not that I wasn't expecting a lot but like it was your first one yeah, you told me you self-produced all of it and everything. So I, I, I wasn't expecting a trash product, but I wasn't expecting something that I would love, right? Yeah. I mean, just to be honest yeah. with no, you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just to to be hundred percent honest with you. And so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm answering emails, doing whatever, just doing my job." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna listen to Blake's new shit." So I put it on there and I put on the first song. And I was like, "Shit, <laughs> it's pretty good, man. I like this." And then. uh because it wasn't was it wasn't what I thought you were doing with your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. I, I was expecting to be honest. I was expecting uh, something that sounded like John Mayer from nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Whenever, whenever he first stuff. came out, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the same shit that you that you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. And n- nothing against you, man. I'm just trying to be no, as no, honest no, as no, I no, can. No, 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 I understand. But I, but I listened to it and I was like, like I listened to the whole thing all the way through, and I text Robbie. And I said, yo, have you listened to Blake's EP yet? And he was like, yeah. I said, I think it's special. And he was like, I do too. He's like, I totally vibe out to it. I was like, great, you know? And then I sent it all to, to my wife. I said, I, I think you should listen to this. And she did. And she's like, that's really good. And I mean, for to, to, to get that out of... For a local artist, for for me to say that about that, that's special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's definitely... There, I've I've listened to it probably four or five times all the way through, and I can already probably sing all those songs back to you. Like they've all planted earworms in, I, I get them all. <laughs> I get the vibe from all of them, and I, and I think it's really great, man. So let's talk about that a little bit. Just how, yeah. how how did you? First of all, just how did you do that on your own without a producer sitting over your shoulder telling you, "Wow, this is great. This isn't. This is great. This isn't." First off, let me just say thank you. Yeah, um, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Second off. You wouldn't imagine. You're not the only one. You wouldn't imagine how many people have reached out to me, and what they say is, "Hey, your stuff is actually really good." <laughs> they use the word "actually." Yeah. Also, Sean, I understand that you've listened to the whole thing and you know it all, Shane. right? You and your huh? Shane. Good God. Scrums, <laughs> bro. Oh, I know that I I know that I filled yeah, out the waiver, but you extra. can take that out, right? You can take out the the fact that I called Shane Sean, right? It's okay. You don't know him from shit, dude. It's okay. Yeah. Damn. First we've known, time we've known all each other for 52, 52 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Anyways, Sean, let's cut the crap. I'm just kidding. Um, well, my joke's dead. I just, my air was funnier no, than the it. joke. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, you didn't send that to me, man, so I haven't listened to it. But, uh, no, 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 I, I really appreciate that. Um, and then, um, you know what? I don't know what to say about the question that you're asking me when it comes to a producer. Like, I, I, without sounding cocky, I, I think I've got a good ear for what sounds good with production. I think I'm a better producer than 
anything else that I could do. Like, like what, what I'm saying if is like, I didn't know that was self-produced and you sent it to me. One of the first things I would have asked you is who produced that? Yeah. That well, would, and when you told you would like, when you told me I produced that, I would have been like, holy shit. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, which people that have asked me that. sounds like there's actually. a producer on that album for sure. For fucking sure. That doesn't sound like that's just you doing your shit. I, which I think I, that's what I like. And that's what I would love to do. You know what I mean? Because like I, I think I can sing okay. I think I can. I've been playing guitar for eleven or twelve years. I don't know. So I should be able to do that fairly well. Mm. Um, Dude, but, it's really, it's really good. But but it's really good. But like, where I find my strong suit is just hearing a song, and if it if it's got any potential at all, and not my stuff. I'm just saying somebody giving me a song, and I can hear, hey, this could happen, and this could happen, and this could happen, and bring this in, and this melody. Like I just. But um, it's AC. But yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, like that. I just, I just, I, I guess I have an ear for that. I don't know. I, I, that sounds cocky. I feel well, like, but you okay. Know. Well, maybe this is a better question because when you're attached to the art that you're producing, a lot of times where a producer comes in and really can make a difference is to say, "This is great. This isn't." Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that that's really the, almost the key of the producer is to make your ideas and your songs better, and to know that you did that all on your own. Like I, maybe that's just the way you need to do it because I couldn't even imagine if you brought like if you brought your EP to a well-known producer, someone who's charted the last you know out of the last year, charted a few times, put that in front of them. I don't I don't know what else they would really do with it. Well. So there's a couple of things. Um, I wasn't always like as good at it. So there were some songs that I'd written because I mean, for me to put out my own original music, that was a big step for me. I'd been wanting to do that for years, you know. But I wasn't gonna put out something that was just shit or terrible, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that being said, um, I tried to do things before, and I would just be like, I would be like, why does this not sound? professional like what is what's wrong with it and i would i would just make when i get fixated on something i make myself go crazy about it Mm -hmm. and i would listen to all the people that i loved and like i would really pay attention like especially john mayer he's he's my favorite actually i mean that's my biggest influence but um so i'd listen to all of his stuff and i would try to hear like all of the stuff that you don't normally hear like not like his vocal line or not his guitar solo but like what is this little All organ? Candy. That, what, yeah, what yeah. is this little organ that played for literally two seconds at the beginning of the first verse? What is this guitar part with this tone that went like, and it played two notes, and it was right here, and that was all that happened. You know what I mean? And I started catching on that kind of stuff, and I really just listened to it and listened and listened and listened. I got an idea for that, and I guess that's where that came from. But I, like you mentioned about bringing it to another producer, I tried to record with several other people. Because I, I don't have money. That The only reason I did it myself was because I don't have money to go into a recording studio. I don't have money to hire a producer. And I wanted to put out my own music. So the only thing I could do, because that's another thing, is I engineered it myself too. And like like I said, I feel like I sound cocky. But like I just it was, it was very hard. And I didn't even know how to engineer a year ago. I didn't know how to do any of that. I was at like this time last year when I was living with Robbie. I was like, hey, how does a compressor work? You know what I mean? And I went to YouTube University and I just like doubled down and studied logic and trial and error. And then this came out. But um, 
you know, so I'd, I'd recorded with people over the years, um, like that wanted to help me out and they were like, Hey, I'll record you for free. And they had equipment and like, Oh, I'll record you for really cheap. And every time I could just never get something I want. I could never get it sounded the way I want because a big part about producing is also mixing. You know what I mean? Like it's also how you make the tones and how you EQ everything. So like, I just kind of got to the point to where it's like, I had so many people try to help me out and either they would lose interest because they weren't getting paid money and that kind of stuff takes real time. Or like they just didn't get the idea that I had in my head fully and there was no way I could explain it to them. So I just got to a point where I was like, I have to do this by myself. I want to do this. This is something I have to do. I'm the only one that can make it happen for me. So I did it. <laughs> like I just, I learned how to do it. And I like, I came out with a bunch of terrible sounding songs and like there are probably... 40 other mixes of every single song on that EP that just were getting to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't know if that answers your question or if that even was your question. But it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was really hard. I learned a whole lot Yeah. through it. And I mean, it was all done in my house. Sang the songs in my closet of my extra bedroom. You know what I mean? So. I think it's good, man. Uh, the other man, the other day I was riding around, uh, my wife and I had to make a trip an hour and a half north. And I was like, what do I want to listen to? And I was like, I'm going to listen to that Blake Brock. You know, and like a couple songs into it. She looked, she was like, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Like just reassured it, man. So congratulations, dude, for, for, for an E. I will say this, man, out of any of the bands or any of the artists that I've worked with in this area for your initial EP, it's the best I've heard. Dude, for sure that means for so sure. much I for appreciate sure. that I, mean, I work with a lot of really great people man and and just the fact that you did it yourself man is, is fucking great so cheers to you man for sure um, I think we're probably gonna close out with, with one of your songs if that's cool man yeah on this unless there's anything else you feel like you need to get off your chest while we're talking about this I said too much. You want to talk? You want to talk some more shit, real quick? <laughs> there, there, is there, is there anyone you want to put on blast? I think we mentioned like twenty names on this fucking podcast tonight. So. Sean's kind of a dick. Sean, <laughs> dude, that's a given. <laughs> no, he does a good job, man. I love having him here. No, uh, dude, give, no, it, dude, give I, it up for Shane. Dude, man. Shane, I great fucking job Shane. here. Yeah, give it up for Shane. Shane, uh, Shane makes the things happen. He he makes sure all of our controls look good over there. He he cre- he makes creative words to and he looks use good, our man. social media. He yeah. looks good while doing it, doesn't Just, he? Dude, yeah. Have you got Sean? Have you gotten a picture yet? Oh me. Yeah, no. Get some pictures of us before we end this bitch, dude. Come on. Come on. We got. We have to make him Google something before we get off this. Okay. Uh, so let him get some pictures. So I need a photo and, and then, Google some shit. And then we need to make him Google something. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I've got the good thing for him to Google. All right, Google. Here, we, how much time do we like? Can we go for this? Oh uh, man, we can. Like, we can do another fucking hour if you want to, I'm, man. I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, like, I don't think anybody wants that. But. <laughs> Shane, what what you need to do is Google blue whale facts. Pick out the best one, and we can all talk about it for a couple minutes, okay? Blue whale facts. Do you know about blue whales? I'm about to figure it out, dude. Dude, they're as big as a plane. I just ruined one of the facts. I hope that wasn't one of the ones that you were going to choose. I'm not kidding. They are. Well, define plane. Like 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 a commercial plane. Okay. Are are blue whales the biggest whale? I thought they're the biggest. No, blue whale is the biggest animal in the entire world. Yeah, that's true. Oh, 
Um, hold up. I don't want to ruin all the facts. Where, where do blue whales live? Where do you think they live? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? No, are they Atlantic or are they Atlantic <laughs> and Pacific? They're they're everywhere. Are they in the Gulf? I don't know if a blue whale's coming. Okay, well then don't fucking put down my question when I ask it, punk. How, <laughs> where do the whales? Where do the where, where do the dolphins come? <laughs> That's a really funny story. Uh, Shane's ex girlfriend used to work at Dewey Destins right there on the harbor. Mm-hmm. And she said at least two or three times a day, people would come there and eat. And they'd, they'd say, the yeah, because like when you go on TripAdvisor or Yelp and everything, people would be like, we enjoyed eating dinner out there and the dolphins swam by, blah, blah. So people would come in there and get dinner and they'd be like, hey, when do the dolphins come? <laughs> and she's like, um, it's the fucking wild out there. <laughs> yeah. 6.15, the they usually try to show yeah, up. Yeah, the, the dolphin, uh, it depends on where the schools of fish are. But today's and, Memorial Day, so, you know, they yeah. might be off today. Yeah, we bring them in early on Memorial Day. They work a little harder on that day, you fucking dunces. Actually, uh, regardless of how big they are and all that. What's up? They are also the loudest yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. on the planet. A jet engine registers at 140 decibels. A call of blue whale reaches 188. Uh, they Damn. can be heard. They can hurt, be heard up to uh, 1,600 kilometers away, which is roughly about a, a thousand miles. If you want to get Imogene famous, let them like have a. We're gonna be louder than a blue whale concert. <laughs> That's. Intense. I don't think that fits. No, no. Like no, we're gonna play. We're gonna play gooey louder than a blue whale concert. <laughs> I don't know that that works, man. <laughs> I knew all the blue whale facts beforehand. I just didn't want to ruin them. Like, well, why, why do you know so many blue whale facts? Because I heard it on another podcast. You were talking about it. We're <laughs> yeah, copying yeah. this right now, but it's okay. We're gonna... You set us up. Bro. No, 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 no. I'm going to call Wimpy and I'm going to plagiarize. Show you. Tail was, fins? No, it was. It was a. It was a, it was a we came up with tail fins. It was Whales, a, tail fins. Whale fins. But apparently. Battle Star Galactica. <laughs> Apparently, like, their tongue is the size of an elephant. You know what I mean? Uh, they've got hearts the size of a car. Damn. Damn. Do, are, do they exist in the Gulf of Mexico? That's the question, Sean. I don't, what do you mean exist? <laughs> what do you mean exist? I'm, they can go wherever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just like for years they said that great whites weren't in the Gulf of Mexico, and now there are motherfucking great whites out there for sure. One great ride. Shit. So uh, while yeah, he's they, they'll, yeah, they'll go into the Gulf. Oh damn. Well, I don't know what I don't know what whale we had a whale go through our pass uh, a couple of years ago. Um, it they, shit, dude, they, it might have been a blue whale. I think they even say there's orcas out there in the Gulf. It, yeah, like, you can run they, into they'd orcas. have to they'd have to be way far out there. Yeah. God I don't think mercy. they. I don't think they fuck with with the warm water, so I don't think they would get. Yeah, like, who knows? In. You never know, man. Well, it's just like those the white. It's a the fucking white sharks. wild animal. I'm, but the white sharks, right? Like, so they'll come up, but you don't have mass numbers. You've got like one or two. Just well, just like, one tagged one. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> Everything's out there. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is bizarre, dude. The ocean terrifies me, man. Ocean really? and space. Yeah, space. Dude, the ocean. Well, the ocean scares me. <laughs> we're doing five more minutes, bro. Okay, <laughs> you got you it. You got it. Okay. Now. Well, the ocean okay. scares me because there are like they say that there's canyons bigger than the Great Canyon under there, and that just freaks me out. Well, they don't say it. That's true. Well, that's yeah, what no, I'm saying. That's not... Well, that's what I'm saying, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that scares me. 
Yeah, no, the, the deep... It's deeper to go to the bottom of the ocean than it is to actually get to space. I think space what? is like what, like... Wait, when you hit the end of the atmosphere? Mm, no. Yeah. Where's like, the edge of the atmosphere? Like at 45,000 feet, maybe? Between 45 and 60,000 feet? Because I think that's why planes travel that high. I think they're right at the edge of the atmosphere, maybe. Dude, no, not the ocean. Did you know that? Um, did you know that up until 1996, we weren't able to confirm that other stars had a solar system? Yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm, trying, I'm trying to process the yeah. question you Okay, our star. I'm a corona and a half in, so. Yeah. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't drink at dinner? Are you gig? Uh, no. No, 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 I did. Oh. I had a golden monkey. I had a golden monkey, oh. which is 9%. So yeah, no there you have it. You monkey know. stomp. Dude, yeah. Uh, so anyway, our, our sun <laughs> yep. provides our solar system. Uh-huh. Mercury and Venus. Blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. So anyway, uh, up until we didn't know for sure until the mid-90s that other stars had solar systems. So just like telescopes. Every other star has solar systems. Telescopes and shit. Yeah. With that. So, so with the millions of stars in the Milky Way, they all have planets that are circulating them. And that's just in the Milky Way. There's millions of other galaxies aside from the Milky Way. <laughs> um, it's bizarre. It's no, bizarre it just to think out, about man. it. It freaks me out. Yeah. Would you go if you could? Would I go where? Into space. Like, if you got the opportunity. Somebody's oh, like, I'm joining Space Force, motherfucker. Are you? Yeah, fuck yeah. Are you I'm the like, first one up. Would you really? Yeah, like, Would you actually, service. would you be like, sorry, Blake, sorry, Mike V. Uh, dude, I already told everyone. Sorry, the gray tones. Why do you think I hired my brother? I hired my brother, so I'd go to Space Force, bro. <laughs> um, You're too old, dude. No, I'm not. I have prior service, so I can go be an officer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. You could go to space just... You can't just no, motherfucker! I'll be in space. No, no, you'll just be on. You'll just be. You know, we'll we'll do people, concerts on Mars. Telling oh, people where you're eating shit. Not as an officer, I won't. I'll be controlling shit. Side note: crop circles make me extremely uncomfortable. Like I, crop, crop circles are bullshit. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I thought that too, but then I watched a conspiracy TV show on Netflix, and now your mind. I believe. Yeah, no, <laughs> but no, no, no. I, I, I agree. Like they're bullshit, but like. There's some that I saw, and like they had to be like miles long. And yeah. Like, like who who's gonna go out there and do that in a nighttime? Like how do you do that? Like they're so big, Jared. How do you justify the thought that the Earth is only six thousand years old? You you talking about what you know? You trying to get up in there right now? Oh, yeah, I told you. Quickly, I told you to throw everything at. Just me, quickly. So. How do I justify that? No, not you personally. Anybody. I don't know that you do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, let me let me think how somebody would. I mean, there are people that think. Let me ask you another question because this has been a theme of my life the last week and a half. Do you think that the Big Bang theory and creationism is mutually exclusive? Do you think those have to be separate thoughts? Not necessarily. I don't think so either. No. I think it's okay to believe in some sort of creator and also believe that maybe the, the way that that creator decided to design the universe was through a big bang because yeah. that you can see it. It's, it's visible. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have telescopes that, that can see it and you can see the universe expanding. You, you have people that like literally think that, 
dinosaurs are conspiracy though. You know what I mean? Like they think well, like if you think the earth is 6,000 years old, that, but you can that, obviously not believe that's that what I'm saying. Those people existed. think that dinosaurs are a conspiracy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, I don't know. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Um, but yeah, I do you believe in dinosaurs. I believe in dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> do you pray to dinosaurs every night? No, I said, do you believe in I dinosaurs? I know, yeah, 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 I was just joking. No, I don't pray to dinosaurs. That'd be silly. <laughs> he just tattoos them on they his were... body. Well, I mean, if you really want to be fair, at least dinosaurs were actually proven to be here on Earth. Shane, you're so the producer get... of this. How are we doing right <laughs> now? <laughs> yes, we this is great. <laughs> yeah, this is great I'm listening so glad to we went, we went an extra 10 minutes. How many people have shut it off by now already? Um, oh, most of them. Yeah, that, that happened at least uh, 48 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, they didn't even get to the part well, of Shane's my album. Also, Shana also has a really negative attitude a lot of times. I have a very positive attitude, thank you very much. All, all pessimists think be, they're not he pessimists. Be Shane can be a little negative. Pretty good. I can be negative too, though. It's okay. I am only negative toward humanity. Toward humanity? <laughs> yeah, toward people. Toward people's intentions, I think. Why is that? Um, you don't know why that is, Jared? Yeah. That's because every single time I walk into a public bathroom, some grown-ass man has pissed all over the toilet seat. Yeah. That's why. Like, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Or the fact that, like, I'm a server, and, like, um, I go to clean up a table after I get done, and, like, the table is wrecked. And I'm just like, you guys don't. You guys don't do this. Like you don't you don't fling food all over your table at home, but because you know that you know that somebody else has to clean it up for you, you don't mm-hmm. care and you make mm-hmm. a big mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But I shouldn't be like that though. That's what my wife tells me at least, is to give people well, a break. No, everyone I'm... in the industry hates people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also when you're in the industry, you can tell when you get a table of people who are in the industry. You can tell immediately. They stack all the plates up. And- I, well, no, I, just the way they even speak to you. They speak to you like a fucking human. Yeah. You know? That, 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 like, when you come to their table, they can look at you. All right. When someone comes to serves me, I can, I can look at them, and within two seconds, I can tell how their night's going. You know? But my response is pretty much going to be the same every time. I'd be like, yeah, I'd, li- I'd like a cup of water, so I'd like to see a drink menu wine menu you know whenever you get the chance you seem a little frazzled right now so do whatever you're gonna do like let's let's do this you know we're good um a lot of people don't get that my favorite is when it's like hey how are y'all doing tonight there's gonna be two two (laughs) two and two (laughs) and i'm like all right we're counting (laughs) okay what do you mean and uh, no, my favorite's when you say, you know, you know, you go to whoever your guest is, you know, and you're just like, you know, what's up, man? What's going on? Yeah, okay, Diet what, Coke. What, what, yeah. <laughs> God. Let me let me hey, tell you. How are y'all doing? I'll do two, two water, two waters, and, and and whatever fucking bullshit appetizer I don't know how to pronounce right. Let now. me tell you yeah, this. I'll do that. Let me tell you this right here, okay? So like, racist people, I want to punch in the face this much. Like murderers, I want to punch in the face this much, right? But like. But people that order a Coke and water just for themselves, like people that order two drinks for yourself for one person, 
Those are the worst kinds of people. Ooh, I'm guilty Ooh, of that I, though. I, I do Dude, that. I hate I'll do, you. I'll I hate both I'll of you guys. I do a tea and a water. I do that. I do. Yeah. And you know what? And I you do know a sweet what? Tea water yeah. Then you better not. Then you better I'll do not. An unsweet. Then you better water. not tell me to come over there and refill your drink because you got a second one right there that you ordered that but, you can sit on. Oh, I'll drink both. Yeah, but I'm, t- I'm but, talking about some people are like, can however, I get some more? And I'm, it's just like you haven't even touched your water that you maybe get for you too. I'm tipping minimum thirty percent. Oh, so, okay. Well, you're like, okay. It's just, you're oh, yeah. fine. No, you're yeah. be mad at me, and then after I leave, you're like, oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I do the water to, like, hydrate. Also, I'm, I'm that person who can't have, like, sweet tea that, like, I can't have that sugar right away. Like, it just makes me doesn't feel all that well. You shouldn't drink that shit anyway, man. Go unsweet. Why? Go unsweet. I don't like it. unsweet. Being... You just blast a bunch of sugar. Dude, you know what made me quit drinking sweet tea? Working at Mellow Mushroom. When they were like, this is how we make it. They took a fucking pitcher and filled it up with sugar. Oh, yeah. And melted it down with hot water. Put that shit. Yeah, we're from the South. Baby. What are you ta- you're talking like that's so, something but that, But the thing is, then, I, like, I was trying to calculate how much actual sugar was going into each glass of sweet tea Nerd. I was pouring. Nerd. And it was, no, it was disturbing. <laughs> it was disturbing. <laughs> it's sweet it's tea, several tablespoons. Who gives a shit? Yeah, me. You're worrying too much. No, I just don't drink it. Live life. Yeah. I just don't fucking drink it. Stop yeah. worrying so much. Yeah. If it tastes good, drink it. Bro, I go unsweet. I go unsweet. I used to do half and half oh, years yes. ago, I, but even now I go put, unsweet. You put Splenda in there, you little no, bitch? No, I just drink unsweet tea. <laughs> God. All right. You bland, yeah. you bland motherfucker. Yeah. God. Have we all offended each other enough tonight? <laughs> All right, just, so, can so I get anyway, brown water, please? That's all you. That's, that's all you want is. is brown water. No, you go to Flint to do that, just because that's where all the black people. <laughs> oh live. God, no we're done. About. You signed so, the waiver, right? Yeah, I signed oh, the fucking yes. waiver. It's my shit. Um, anyway, Blake, thank you so much for coming in, man. It's well after midnight. I appreciate you. Yeah. I know you drove all day. You played all night. Uh, Shane, thank you for coming in, dude. I know you worked all night. Made this happen. Back to back night podcast. Um, if you would like to listen to Blake Brock's music, you can find it on Spotify, everywhere. iTunes, everywhere. Um, the, the name of the EP is 2012. It's fucking outstanding. Uh, I, I really dig it. I, I think, I think almost everyone who listens to this will probably dig it. It's it's a, uh, it's great. It's well done, especially to think that this is just one guy producing all of it, writing all of it, mixing all of it. Uh, did a great job like I appreciate you coming thank in you. man thank you people um, in is, is there any other way people could check you out Instagram yeah Facebook um, Instagram whatever. Blake Brock Music Facebook Blake Brock Music you know yeah. that's it that's it cool man so I think we're gonna go out with uh, with a song okay with one of your songs yeah. if that's alright with you yep from the EP uh, what song are we going out with uh, you said the kids but I like I like from the right better let's do from the right from the right alright well, we're, we are going to exit out from the right. Boom. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care, y'all. Bye.